Hello and welcome to the third podcast of this series looking into some of the major findings identified in the 2022 Vero SME Insurance Index. I'm Andrew Sawcox. This series is being produced by Insurance News in collaboration with Vero. And so far, we've spoken to a range of brokers and Vero managers on the trends and major findings flowing from this year's SME Index. Today, we're looking at what many brokers see as the most crucial and challenging area in the relationship between them and insurers, and that's claims. This is the toughest insurance subject of all. It's where the promises must be met, where the rubber meets the road, where the problems emerge and the controversies turn up, and where disagreement between broker and insurer can fray tempers and anger clients. The most telling statistic from the Vero SME Index is this. 63% of broker clients are satisfied with the result of their claims compared to only 42% of direct buyers. Breaking that down a little more, only 21% of smaller SME owners and managers who made a claim on a policy they bought direct were satisfied with their claim experience. Compare that with 50% satisfaction from those who had their broker to assist and advise. Kira Pelicano is the National Manager Commercial Property Claims at Vero. Kira, do these figures indicate that commercial claims are by their nature technically complex? Or is this the point where direct buyers might have expectations that aren't in line with the policy they bought? The commercial product can be more complex, but in general, the claim itself is governed by the terms and conditions of the PDS. So a claims process should be fairly consistent across both groups. The majority of direct customers we see, they actually don't have previous claims experience. And so they need to navigate a process itself, which is new and unexpected at a time when their livelihood may be directly impacted. So if they're not seeking additional advice at the policy inception, then they may not have any knowledge behind them to know what, if any gap, there would be at claims time. So where I think the difference lies and then the satisfaction increases is the relationship that the SME has with the broker. So the SME in these cases has an insurance expert who will work with them up front, understand the policy and its limitations, but then also support them through that claims process. They outline the expectations for what's next. And then the broker also supports that conversation on more complex claims. So where communication, you know, is absolutely the key to success. Adam Squire is head of claims at international broker Gallagher. He understands why larger businesses, which are far more likely to use a broker, report 71% satisfaction with their claims experience, compared to just 50% for smaller SMEs, which nevertheless still use a broker. Adam, welcome. Why do you think there's a gap there? That's a gap that's surprising to me. The only thing I can possibly think is that smaller SMEs may have elected different levels of cover, may not have purchased products that the larger businesses may have done, and that they may therefore have led to issues around satisfaction around that. You've got to remember a larger business often, you know, within that business may have somebody specifically working as a risk manager that may actually have a more detailed knowledge of that business as opposed to the SME. Brokers say a large part of their role in the claims process is handling the client's expectations. Would you agree? Absolutely. You know, I think that brokers do several key things. I would say claims management and expectation management around that is one of the two or three really tangible things that we do and that we help manage expectations. We're doing that every single day with the current flood situation where we are. We've got a lot of clients anxious for results, but we're having to manage their expectations that we can't give them a decision yet because situations haven't been finalised in terms of how the actual incident occurred. So that's a constant that brokers do. The Vero Index shows about a quarter of SMEs that mix their insurance between a broker and direct. 
choose their own insurer for commercial property, machinery, and equipment breakdown, workers' compensation, and commercial motor. Kira, would you see these as simple products? If you're an SME and using a broker to purchase some of your insurances, then for me, it just makes sense to have that broker look over your entire business to just reduce or at least limit any inadvertent gaps that there may be in cover. But to answer your question, no, I, I don't see these as simple products. They all have a level of complexity with each individual business. It's got different priorities and different needs at claims time. So where there's differences, there's often complexity around the styles and occupation types. There's also many options for coverage across all these products. So relying on an insurance professional to guide you through these, to me, is just the safest option. What are the most common claims pitfalls for direct buyers? So the most common pitfall we see is the assumption that coverage has been purchased and is available without the buyer reading the entire wording and really getting in and understanding what it is that they have purchased. So we've seen this obviously in recent floods and bushfires and any of the catastrophe events that we we come across where businesses can be affected without actually being damaged. And the assumption is that any sort of interruption to that business would be covered. And that's just not always the case. It can also be driven from a direct buyer who's making that purchase purely on price point. So Again, the majority of direct customers, they haven't had a claim on their policy. So majority just have not had that experience before. So they don't always put the value into understanding any potential gaps. So price is obviously an important lens to consider. And we know as a business, you need to operate and and with a consideration for price. But without that overarching view of the risk exposure, then being driven by price alone can result in unintended exclusions and potential underinsurance. The Vero Index also shows that while most businesses that use a broker were happy with their claim, 16% of them stopped using their broker after making a claim. Adam, does that figure surprise you? I would have definitely said there would be a percentage. Often when you've, after you've made a claim, the covers that the insurer may offer you may not be available. They may be more restricted. Unfortunately, sometimes there may be that they weren't happy with the outcome that the broker had got with them. That's the reality. They may have expected the policy covered everything, whereas it only may cover a restricted amount, if you like. It's probably a little bit higher than I would have thought, but I would have expected some policyholders to just not be happy. And even sometimes we have clients that think we're the insurer and we're making a decision, whereas we're not, or we have clients that they may associate the broker too much with the insurer, but we are independent. We're completely separate. We're very much advocates for the client. 79% of the index respondents reported their claim was handled quickly and there was effective communication throughout the process. What's your expectation of the insurer when you're going to bat for a client? Okay, so I'm expecting the insurer to explore the policy coverage in totality. I'm not expecting them just to look at us a particular part of it. What we will do is to try and find ways that the wording and the cover responds to a situation. We'll ask the insurer to look at it in a where they're trying to put themselves in the client's footsteps and they're trying to see, can I find a way to make this cover respond? How important is communication between the parties? In my view, 99% of the problems that we have in claims are because communication has failed. If a client ever rings me and says, I don't know what's going on with my claim. We as an industry have failed. It's as simple as that. Now, whether that's us as a broker, whether that's the insurer, the loss adjuster, the motor assessor, you know, that's the secondary piece that we have to qualify. But ultimately, someone making a comment like that saying, I don't know what's going on with my claim, that's a horrible situation. Kira, let me ask you the same question. Adam makes the point that the broker wants the insurer to see the claim the same way they do. How important is communication between the parties and how much do you expect from the broker? Communication is the key to success in any claim. We know the broker is there to support the customer and we see both the broker and that end client as our combined customer. 
it's important to us to ensure the broker gets a level of communication that's right for them and their client. And that's going to be different for each party. Everybody wants a different level of communication and a different style of communication. And it's important to us to understand what that is up front. We rely heavily on that broker to articulate the loss on behalf of their client in, in as much detail as possible and as early as possible. So what this does is enable us to then set up the right claims management strategy up front, and that avoids any potential delays down the track. So as our partner, we really expect that brokers will work with us for the mutual benefit of their client. In the difficult and more complex claims, we also rely on those brokers to set realistic expectations with their clients and ensure we're on the same page. We need to be working together as a team so that we can achieve the best result for that end customer. Is the higher success rate of claims handled by brokers that's highlighted in the SMA index achieved because you and the broker are in fact speaking the same language? Yeah, definitely. There's definitely some truth in that for sure. The broker is also able to take that language and then set it out clearly for their client. And that just avoids any misinterpretation right from the start. And this goes back to your first question, I think, about satisfaction levels. Determining the risk up front, applying the most appropriate cover and being clear on any gap is the first part to success of any claims experience. From there, it's really all about communication. Adam, a very interesting finding is the fact that 88% of SMEs made changes to their insurance following their claim. 28% increased their excesses, 22% decreased it, 25% raised the level of cover and 21% were happy to recommend their broker to other SMEs. What is it about a claim that leads a business to make changes? Well, until that moment, you're just guessing, if the truth be told. It's a very educated guess around the amount of cover you need, around the sums insured that you need, things like that. When you have a claim, it is absolutely real. You are testing what you bought, testing the, the product. So it's a great opportunity for you to go, have I got the right cover? Have I got the right limits? Have I actually, do I change my excess because it may give me options in terms of my premium that I hadn't looked at before? If I was happy, would I recommend the services of my broker? To me, it, it, this is the moment of truth. And that is why you see changes because it forces people to go, I've been through this stressful situation. What would I have done differently? Let me ask you both this question. We've established through these reports that insurance really isn't easy and that what you buy is what you get when it comes to a claim. If you had the chance, what would you tell an SME owner who thinks the direct market is the way to go? Kira? Going through a broker enables that SME owner to focus on what they're good at and that's running their business. Definitely have an understanding of risk management and the risk protection, but utilize a broker to help you to understand and source the best coverage for your needs and price points. Let that broker guide you through your options. The added benefit is then when something does go wrong, you're not on your own and you actually have support of an insurance professional through that claims process. And Adam, what's your approach for an SME considering going direct? When you want legal advice, you go to a lawyer. When you want financial advice, you go to a, an accountant if it's to do with your books. If you damage your back, you go to a physio or a chiropractor. Your most important assets as an SME business, be it your buildings, be it your contents or, or whatever, why on earth would you not treat those in exactly the same way? These are your most important assets. Why would you not go to a risk management expert, i.e. an insurance broker? Why would you not treat that the same way as you would a, a legal situation or a financial situation or an injury? Talk to a professional. One last question. 82% of SMEs say the broker's ability to advocate on their behalf to insurance companies is very important. But only 64% say that expectation was met. 
Kira, again, I'll ask you first, how do we explain that 18% gap between expectation and reality? And what should brokers do about it? I've mentioned it a few times, but again, I think it's all about communication. It's really around that upfront piece to make sure that there's understanding of not just the cover itself, but the details within the cover and the claims process. And then also any escalation points that that may be possible or potential as that claim progresses. So the client's got a really upfront knowledge of what that experience is going to be before they even enter into it. It's providing a level of comfort that everything that can be done is being done to advocate for that client. Having the broker able to articulate early and exactly what the issue is and what they're going to do to advance that conversation should go some way to reducing that gap. The client needs to be aware that we're working together to find a mutually agreeable resolution. I think this comes back to setting the expectations of the client up front as to the, you know, what they can expect. To me, that says there's an issue around what's expected up front in terms of advocacy. If you set the scene correctly with a client from the beginning, then I would, I would suggest that that's the best thing you can possibly do. Biggest thing I would say through all of this, though, 99% of the challenges and problems that we have can be solved through proper communication. If you're being proactive in that communication, if your caseloads are low enough and things like that, then you've got a really good chance of taking your client on the journey in a way that um, removes some of the stress for them. Because remember, at the end of the day, they're, they're, they're not having a great time because no one wants to make an insurance claim. We've spoken quite a bit in this podcast about the differences a broker makes through professional risk advice and claim support. While advertising all too often makes commercial insurance sound like a simple and easy process, the risks of not using a broker are obvious. Expertise in communication and negotiation have been highlighted throughout this podcast as a very necessary part of a broker's armory. In short, human relations is as essential as technical knowledge. So I have one last question for Kira and Adam which just touches on the comments you've made today. And it's this, from your own perspectives, what would you tell a young broker about claims handling? Really basic advice for a young broker is to be realistic about what you're trying to achieve for your client. Don't set false expectations that can put you in a difficult position and work with and engage with your insurer. The commercial insurance industry is really quite small and you've got to have ongoing dealings with the same people. So it's really important to build trust in those relationships and gain mutual respect. So it's important to be fair but firm. Relationships in this industry are fundamental to your success. A couple of things. Number one, stick to the facts. Make sure you have all the facts. I quite often see you know, claims that are escalated internally and sometimes the broker hasn't got all the facts. So you've got to have all of the facts before you can, you know, in terms of being able to be a good claims advocate. If it's fact-based, you can have a really decent conversation with insurers. If it's not fact-based, you lose your credibility. And the second thing that someone taught me a long time ago, you catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. People at the insurance companies, they're under the same pressure that we're all under. Treat them with respect. Yes, be assertive, that's not a problem, but treat them with respect in the way you want to be treated yourself. And you know what? You're going to get a lot better results for your clients. Well, plenty to think about there. It's been mentioned in all the podcasts so far, the importance of communication with clients to build a relationship of trust. And claims is clearly no different. My thanks to Kira Pelicano, Vero's National Manager, Commercial Property Claims, and Adam Squire, Gallagher's Head of Claims, for bringing our guides to the 2022 Vero SME Insurance Index as they probed the attitudes and expectations of SME owners and managers and the lessons brokers can learn from it. You can download the latest Vero SME Insurance Index at vero.com.au slash broker. 
you'll find it packed with essential information. The final episode in this four-part series is on the subject of brokers and the business of managing SME risk. The index featured the top 10 reasons people would try a broker. The overwhelming reason, unsurprisingly, is a broker's ability to, quote, get cheaper prices, unquote. But there's a lot more to it than that. I hope you'll join us then.